Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersysGrowRoom.com. In this week's interview, we're speaking to Steve Johnson, who is the CEO and co-founder of HLG. Now, you would have heard us speak about HLG many times in the past, especially on that lighting episode, which we did a few weeks ago. And you might have heard us mention that HLG are sponsors of our forum, PersysGrowRoom.com. And every month we give away a HLG light over at Persis and they are a really good company. And in my opinion, they are the best at making grow lights for home growers. So if you haven't checked these guys out before, then you're going to really enjoy this interview. There's lots of cool information about the lights, about the company, about Steve himself and how the company got founded. We have a really good conversation here with Steve and I enjoyed it very much. And I hope you guys enjoy it too but you'll learn a lot about the lights and you'll learn a lot about how the company is run and stuff. And if you don't love HLG already, you definitely will do after listening to this episode. So anyway, I'll leave you to it. Listen to the episode, make sure you roll something nice, you know, get yourself a little high first and enjoy. And I'll speak to you at the end of this. See you in a bit. And you are Stephen from HLG, right? That's right. Cool. Well, yeah, as I said, thank you very much for joining us, man. It's good to actually speak to you and figure out where HLG came from. Because you, you're the CEO of HLG as well, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the CEO and co-founder. So um, wow. I have a business. Yeah, I have a business partner named Amit Chandana. And he's my, uh, uh, he's my amour, if you will. Uh, he, uh <laughs> He's, he's the yin to my yang, as I, I tell people. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. Co-founder, uh, you know, uh, we invented the quantum board and that style light, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a few years back. And uh, it's kind of grown from there. That's so cool, man. Because right, I've been growing for a long time. And I remember when HLG first came out, you know, and we just started to see these new lights and shit. And it was like, damn, man, that they're uh, pricey <laughs> but they look good you know because everything was pricey back then when they first came out when leds first mm-hmm. came along yeah man but it, it's always had a high quality reputation hlg as for the quality of the lights they make so congratulations on that That's i appreciate cool. it yeah 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 no problem yeah so it's uh yeah they're a little pricey but you know doing things you know building them in america and uh you know um using the highest quality components does cost a little bit more so yeah. mm-hmm. you know uh, that's kind of kind of how it plays out you know we uh you, you can see a whole lot of lights out there even today that uh you know will have a little bit of price tag on them mm-hmm. but and they're they're sourced from asia but you know they they may not have the leds that are advertised or at least um uh the quality of led is definitely a, mm-hmm. a big differentiator you know so like the scorpion diablo for instance you know that thing literally my cost is over four hundred dollars worth of LEDs alone before wow. I start building it. Yeah. That's yeah, a beautiful so, light as well. That is that mm-hmm. Scorpion Diablo. Mm-mm. Yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely puts down and that that's the big thing. So the big differentiators, people say I can get this, it's got the Samsung diodes, whatever, but they get them in and then you you know, uh, we've had a lot of growers that'll get these Chinese lights in or, or rebranded Chinese lights and and they'll get the HLGs in there, and they say, "Well, it's the same dial." And they turn them on. And they say, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, that's uh, it. When you turn it on, it's definitely it's, not the same as a Mars Hydro. 
you know exactly right is it, yeah, and it's a completely different spectrum as well different output different spectrum and the hlg is quality shit oh yeah absolutely you know like i said i started the company uh you know uh under johnson grow lights um and Almond had northern grow lights way back in the day and and my first designs were i you know i designed lighting for what i wanted as a grower personally mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of where it came from. It wasn't anything else other than that. And then uh, it just kind of transformed. And and from there, I've always I've always took that approach of, you know, like some of these bar style lights, which we have one coming out, but you know, uh, in the near future. But uh, these bar style lights, you know, they're saying, oh, you can run them as close as six inches to your plant or a foot from your plant. But my question is, is like, hey, what do you do when it grows if you're not there every single day? B um, the biggest thing is, is for me is like, do I want to move that light up every time I want to service my plants, which is almost a, you know, every other day mm-hmm. thing that I'm, I'm pruning and things like that. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're getting in and you're, uh, you're servicing your plants, I, I don't want my light with where I can't get in there and I have to raise it up, service the plants, lower it back down. I think, I think I'd rather have my light, you know, 24 inches away and be able to go in there and service it all, you know, at will mm-hmm. and yeah, not bang yeah. my head against it or whatever, you know? Are you a cannabis grower then? You grow cannabis? Uh, not, not now. No. Um, I may have, I may have dabbled back when I was, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, young, younger and dumb, you know, (laughs) I'm just wondering uh, like, at what point did you decide you were going to make led lights? Were you indoor growing anyway and using old school HID? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was using HPS and, uh, and what started actually started was I was actually doing, um, aquaponics. So I was growing some tomato, tomatoes, some different lettuce varieties, things like that over, over fish. Cool. And, uh, and, and, and I was doing that and I had a, I had a 600 watt HPS and, and then I went to a thousand watt because it started getting where I could overgrow that table out to this tank out to about a five by five. And, uh, you know, that back then you had these hoods like the Magnum XXL with the Mm -hmm. Portalux bulb and the, and it was just so hard to keep the room temperate, you know? Yeah. And things like that. So that was part of it because as you know, lettuce likes a little cooler temperatures growing under than even, even cannabis. So, uh, you know, we had, I had some problems there. So I, I just started researching and I built these, uh, lights with cob LEDs. Um, and I just decided to make one. I, I really wanted one that looked like it was commercially made. And, mm. uh, that's kind of where I, I took off from. And, and after that, it, uh, it just uh, went nuts. The way HLG must have took off because just the the quality and around that time as well, there weren't many uh, of these quantum board style lights going out, were they? No, no, no. Back then, you know, we were probably the only ones that actually built the quantum boards. I think um, the LEDs back then, when I when I got into it and the quantum boards came out, there were very few white light LEDs out there, hmm. um, and for the most part, it was. Uh, it was the red and the red and blue diodes. And then they started mixing in some green, you know, diodes mm-hmm. in there, but it was mostly red and blue. So what we call per- blurble yep. uh, LED lights were, were the main thing. And, and when we launched that, I, I'm not sure if there was more than a couple companies that were doing white light LED to begin with. And, you know, some of them were rebranding like basically high bay gymnasium lights as a grow light at one point. Mm-hmm. We all know who we're talking about. And, um, and then there was uh uh, you know, uh, at the time when we launched, uh, you know, uh, uh, at the time fluence wasn't, it didn't exist. They were called BML or build my light and they weren't to white light led yet. Um, 
and I'm trying to think of who else was using white light LED. I, I think Next Light, which is you know they're they're not around anymore, but they were they built this. Uh, they were using some high power domed white light LEDs at the mm-hmm. time, um, but that that was about it. I mean, it was just really home grower cob guys DIYing things together, mm-hmm. um, and a couple companies that were just starting to delve into white light LED. And, uh, you know, that's how we, uh, we kind of started and we went a totally different direction with these mid power Samsung diodes. Mm-hmm. I remember the days, man, when people started going from HPS and then we started seeing the, the cobs, the chips on board and people were growing plants with just these pretty much tiny LEDs. And, and then it stepped up from that game onto the quantum board style light and running. That's what came next. So you say yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you know, you decided you were going to build your own light. You didn't want it to look, and then you wanted it to look more commercialized. Did you have a background in engineering or something like that, which gave you the abilities or was just one of these things you learned as you went along? Yeah, I just kind of learned as I went along. I'm, um, you know, a, a, a tinkerer by trade, I guess, or by at heart. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I had, uh, you know, I, I was in the, the a con- contractor industry for, for 20 years I did, I built houses and things. So I, you know, I always had kind of a builder's type of mind and um, I understood a lot of the, the, uh, the technical side of it, just, just the research. Mm -hmm. But so I, uh, I'd actually, the original maximizer was a, um, it kind of was like, if you remember, there was a hood from sunlight supply that was called the blockbuster. And basically it was a 24, four to 26 inch by 26 inch square and that's where i come up with the maximizers i i i like the spread of that light so i thought this is the size i want and then i used the appropriate optics on the cob leds and i made the first duct cooled led light so cool. you would actually hook up so you'd actually hook up your same existing fan and filter and you, we had this heat sinking system that with no air movement it was pretty efficient but with air movement, with it, it, the, the 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 cobs ran ultra cool, so the lifespan was incredible. But right. the uh, and I actually talked to a customer that bought like twenty something from me back in in sixteen, and he's still rocking those things and loves them every minute. Nice. Um, but the uh, the thing that I noticed with him, which he was in a different situation, he was in a room. But so I was I was trying to do this in a tent at times and things. Hmm. And the thing I noticed is my temperatures, I couldn't handle them with an HPS 1000, but with this thing, because the LED itself, the heat, there's no infrared heat coming out of an LED like there is an HPS, right? Mm-hmm. So all the waste heat from an LED goes up and into the heat sinking, which is, is up. And then I was, I had that encased and duct cooled out. So I couldn't get my tent temperatures up warm enough. So yeah. if, the room was, mm-hmm. if the room was 70 degrees, the tent was 70 degrees. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. was, mm-hmm. that was the thing. So I learned that I had to actually dump some of the waste heat back into the tent to get the right temperatures. So it was a, it was a strange feeling to go from, I can't, I, even in the middle of winter, I can't keep this tent cool enough mm-hmm. to, I can't even get it warm enough all of a sudden, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That, that is one of the, uh, well, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's much more yeah. efficient, but when in the cold months of winter, some people prefer to go back to the HPS for a couple of months just to add that extra heat. But if you point the fans down at the plants, though, then it blows the air downwards. That kind of works out. That's the trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so so one of the ideas I had, which it just turned out that, you know, um, 
maybe you need a little bit of heat for your dehumidification and your mm-hmm. air conditioner to work against. Um, but uh, one of the things that I thought about doing was uh, I contacted a professional HVAC um, manufacturer that done uh, those uh, zoned heating and air systems. Right. And what I was going to do was put a duct damper on to basically where it would, it would draw from outside the grow room through the lights and back outside the grow room. And when you didn't need the heat so that you add no heat to the room, mm-hmm. but then when you needed that heat, there would be an automatic dump duct damper that you would have a thermostat on that would switch from drawing inside the room and then going through lights and putting that heat into the room right. so that the room would be warm. So so I never did quite finish up with that when the quantum boards came out because everything, like I said, we, uh, it doesn't seem as feasible, but it could be something I've, I've actually kicked that idea around again about doing that again, mm-hmm. um, with these quantum board style lights. Um, but, uh, I think, I think for the home grower in a tent, I think it would be paramount. It would be really nice if you had an automatic system like that mm-hmm. but for the commercial guys, they're just not as interested in, in the complexity of running ducks anymore. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, LED is always going to be the best anyway. That's the way I see it. I remember back in the day when all this started out and everybody would remember the saying, HPS is king. HPS is king. Oh. LED will never replace HPS. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I knew that wasn't true. I mean, it's, you know, it's like electric cars will never replace com- internal combustion engine. Mm-hmm. One, one day when the battery technology is there, it yeah. absolutely will. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and the charging infrastructure is there it's just it's a it's 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 just a given you know at some point we you'd probably never would have imagined that a you know that uh, the internet would have replaced your cable box but now mm. i mean who buys cable yeah you know no, very true man very true just when the technology catches up what do you think is mm-hmm. going to happen with uh i mean do you have any predictions towards led lighting technology you think things are going to change much do you have any ideas that you can share without you know giving away any yeah, of your I ideas mean, so, yeah so so you know I, i'm not sure you're aware that we actually have a, a show as well that's right yeah we're, we're, that's uh-huh. right i wanted to talk about that in a bit as well yeah yeah so so we haven't brought, we haven't put it out yet but uh, samsung actually came in um and and was on the show this this last week Oh, cool! Last, so it, it'll be the the show will premiere like the middle of March, um, but uh, after editing and approval by Samsung Corporate because they're actually going to co-promote it. But the uh, no way, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So, so I've I've kind of been so one of those things that I did was early on when we were the only ones using the Samsung diodes in horticulture, um, they kind of reached out for like a partnership. So it's kind of like a unspoken partnership, if you will, that. So we're their R&D partner. So like these, all these new LEDs, we get them way before anyone. And matter of fact, wow. we're, kind of, we're kind of the ones that steer that direction. So um, I have a couple in co-development. So they're my LED for me in person, for my person that are being developed. And I just got the sample reels. Um, and this one I've been working on for almost two years and it uses a special we'll, we'll, we'll get into it later, but use a special phosphor blend to really change up the game. Um, but they, they're probably not going to launch until maybe next year because it takes a long time to develop these chips and things. Right. right. Um, and, uh, so a couple of these that I'm working on. So, so that's, that's kind of what I mentioned on this show, uh, with Samsung was, you know, when you buy from HLG, you're not just funding, you know, um, 
yourself for a grow and a good grow light, but you're funding a company that's that's literally the guys that are pushing the technology forward mm. more than probably anyone in this industry because we actually care a about i mean i'm kind of an efficiency geek at heart and i want to see how far we can take this thing but then <laughs> also you know um sustainability and things like that you know the, the world population is growing you know and um and and, and in order to feed ourselves we're going we're going to have to get kind of innovative you know mm-hmm. uh and and some of those things mean that we're going to be doing a lot of uh, vertical farming and things like that so the farther we push this technology and the higher we can get these efficiency numbers and the bigger the yield of 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 leafy greens you know food crops everything per watt driven mm. uh, so, so it's almost like you know i heard elon musk say once when they were designing the tesla cars you know they would talk about you know they would say battery bucks right so it, it, they focused as, as as much on keeping the car as efficient as possible as they did about the battery technology. What's well, the same thing we have to do, look at is mm-hmm. the cost of adding capacity in 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 the world right now that's less carbon centric is ex- exponentially higher than carbon, right? So you mm. can build a coal burning power plant and you can get some electricity pretty cheap. Well, a nuclear power plant. It makes electricity and it's a lot, maybe it's, maybe it's better for the environment, but it's a whole lot more money. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's as worthwhile to try to not use more energy as it is to produce more. Mm-hmm. So to looking at efficient ways to produce more. So, uh, or less, less, uh, environmentally hazardous ways. we'll can say, yeah. uh, so that's kind of my end of the stick is I'm going to make it so that my devices produce more yield with less, less, um, capacity uh requirements versus the competitor but not also that if i push this industry forward there's always somebody that kind of innovates and then people follow right so you mm-hmm. take the iphone is a great example you know uh there really there were a few smartphones but nothing really really caught on kind of like led lights until the iphone came out well then that drove innovation and, co- and that's what competition does a lot of people mm-hmm. look at it like oh this is a copycat but it's great because then it pushes the consumer wins. The consumer wins at the end. Yeah. And and that's the thing that I think we'll see happen with these lights is, is we push the efficiency envelope, uh, and we always do. We're kind of the leaders right now, most efficient light ever tested on my gross channel. You mm. know, um, so we're always pushing that envelope, and what does that do to the competition? They try to catch up. Yeah. So as long as somebody's pushing that bar up, that means the consumer wins because even the ba- the worst lights in the bunch are probably a whole lot better now than they would have been had there not been somebody pushing that envelope. Wow. Yeah, you guys are really leading the way, man. Did you ever think when you first started out, your business like HLG, when it was in the garage back in the day when you were just thinking about starting out, did you ever think it would get to where it is now? It's like the world's well, best. Well, and oddly enough, so so I don't know if you look into anything like uh, personality types and all that stuff. So I'm an intuitive. Um, I kind of give the spiel to Amit, you know, at the time, and and I told him, I said, look, I said, you know, this LED thing, these chips are here. I said, if we do this right, I said, I think one day HPS is going to die, and I think that we could literally be in competition with guys like Gavita. And back then, the double-ended <laughs> double Gavita was the thing, right? Um, that's I said. One day, I said, we could be as big as... So that's where the Horticultural Lighting Group name come from, was I was actually going to um, partner with a few other people 
and just things didn't work out. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it just ended up being all that now, but I had like five guys picked out all together. I said, and my, my pitch on this phone call was, look, I said, look, if we all pull our resources together, we just work hard. I said, one day we could, we could literally be competing with Gavita and these guys. And and in reality was we were producing lights that were two point, you know, five, 2.6 micromoles per joule mm-hmm. before Gavita even paid attention and got into the LED game. Yeah. You know, and they're at that 1.7 mark, 1.6. So we were literally starting to push that envelope. Um, and we were getting noticed when they finally said, we're going to have to do something. This LEDs for real, you know? And, uh, so yeah, again, like I said, I kind of saw that I, it, you know, I'm, I'm at heart, I'm an optimist mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe a little bit too optimistic at times. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so, but I, I've always believed if you, if you can, put your mind to it and believe it and 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 no matter what work until you achieve you can and that, that's kind of what you know i told ahmed i said this is where we're at and this is where and and i gave him the spiel the speech the first time he said okay let's partner up you know let's do this and um and i think i was giving that speech he's like i've heard this speech before blah 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 we're going <laughs> to compete with compete with gavita one day and it was just funny enough we were talking to uh uh, I don't remember who it was, but we were talking and he's like, do you remember when you were sitting there on that phone call and you said one day, if we do this right on it, we could be competing with Hortolux and Gavita. And he said, and I said, I remember that. I remember that spill I went into and he was like, yeah, he said, we did it. I was like, we did. We did it. Yeah. I said, you I did told it. you we could do it. You know, <laughs> I told you we could do it. He's like, yeah. He said, I, I thought back then I was like, oh, this guy's so full of shit. We'll give it a try. But <laughs> he's like, yeah. And, and here we are, you know, you know, it's, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been, I'll tell you, it's been a ride. Um, you know, uh, first, first, uh, first real money we ever made. We, we, we put right back in, of course, all the money goes back in the company to this day, mm. um, because we're self-funded, but, um, we, we have no investors or anything like that. It's just Amit and I has been, will be. Um, but what we did do was uh, we bought our own S&T equipment, you know, so we actually put the LEDs on the board here in the United States. So uh, it was, it's about, I'd say we got about $1.4 or $5 million in the equipment now that puts the LEDs on the board. Uh, it's the same equipment the iPhone's built on. So the cool. circuit board inside the iPhone. Yeah. So, so we, we really went with that, um, it was kind of my thing is to give back is I'm going to create these tech jobs in the United States where 99.99% of it's done overseas. Um, and we're going to do it the right way because I kind of Henry Ford kind of, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Henry Ford. Don't get me wrong. But one of the things that resonated with me was the, um, that he said, I want to build these cars in this factory on this assembly line so that the people that work in this factory can afford them. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the quote before, man. It's a good quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I thought. That for me, it's like, yeah, I want I want to create the jobs here in America. I don't, you know, because if we don't have jobs, we're in trouble at the end of the day anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not many companies do that nowadays. So it's all shipped abroad, isn't it? And you could probably easily have your lights made in, in somewhere else, like in China or something, and save a shitload. But it's just not the same, is it? It's not the same quality, man. This is. You pay the good money for the for HLG because it's high quality products and it's made with care and shit. You know, it just seems seems such a such a high quality product than these factory made ones. 
you know, even yeah, though yeah, well, the Chinese ones are okay, but you know, it's it's not like yeah, I, yeah. I'm not knocking the Chinese lights. The biggest thing I'm just saying for me is, like I said, you know, when you call somebody, you get an American. Uh, when there's a warranty mm-hmm. issue, uh, we're right here. Um, we build it right here. Uh, and again, like I said, you know, even though sometimes doing the right thing is hard, and mm-hmm. nobody can deny that, mm-hmm. it's still the right thing. You know, yeah, and, yeah in your neighbors and 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 bringing up the community and creating like where we're at we're the biggest employer in our county now wow so, yeah yeah so um when you when you do that it's still the right thing to do at the end of the day right mm-hmm. so even though it's a little hard on you you may as well do the right thing and uh be proud of yourself you know like like i told Ahmed, i said the big thing is is we could do this and i said ask yourself this question and be realistic about it so say you build them in China and you die with $30 million in the bank. Let's just say some arbitrary number, right? Or if you build them in America and you die with $5 million in the bank, are you any less dead or, or are you any happier? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah it's very day, true, man. Well, at the end of the day, the way I look at it, it's like I don't – I look around and all these people, you know, they're – their quality of life changed that came to work here. I noticed that, you know, the cars changed, newer cars, they, they got new houses, their quality of life went up for me. I'm not one of these people that want to be a Lord and like, you know, ha ha ha. I want to be, I don't want to be surrounded by misery. I want, I want everybody happy and living a good life, the the best life they can. You know what I mean? So for me, that's cool, man. It's, it's, I mean, you know, like I said, uh, I think, uh, I think Jordan Peterson had mentioned there's a study out there and basically about 70,000 US is about the peak of happiness, believe it or not. Anything above mm. that doesn't mm-hmm. make you happier. And and I kind of believe that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can't ride on a private jet. You know, you can't do all this, you know, uh, you can't buy the most expensive suit or the most expensive bottle of wine. But at the end of the day, does that really, really tickle your fancy? Like, oh, I would just be so miserable if I didn't buy this Armani suit. Well, of course not. It's a name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Of course not. So as long as you know you're living that middle class life and you're getting your vacations and your kids are getting a good education and those things like that, you're happy. And that's what I'd rather mm-hmm. do. I'd rather just yeah. maybe I don't make as much, but all all these people in this factory they're 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 living that life now, for, you know. And I'm glad to provide it. Yeah, that must be an awesome feeling to see you know to, to employ all these people in your community and give them quality of life like that. Just from an idea you had many years ago. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing that everybody that's ever visited and, 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 you know, at some point, if you're ever, ever in the area, we'd love to have you. Uh, the one thing they always say is this, this environment, these people, and just everybody's happy to be here and they're working as a team and everybody's, it's, it's all smiling faces. They said, it's, you've built something I've never seen before. They said, this is not a normal factory. Everybody's happy to be here. Mm. I'm like, yeah. And and that's and that's the way I, I intend for it to be. If, if my product's a little more expensive to to make that happen, so be it. But yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're paying for quality, man. And quality in so many different ways. There's a lot of quality products and a product that gives the, its staff a quality of life as well. That's good to know. You know, you people wouldn't know that from you know knowing of HLG and and reading the website and stuff. They wouldn't know about the staff being happy in the factory and shit. Right, right. That's exactly right. So we've been doing some videos lately, uh, you know, uh, just 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 some videos of, of, of how things are done here, you know, and uh, hopefully 
those will be launching on you know youtube channel soon so you guys can kind of get a feel of the day in the life of hlg and what it's like yeah, you know? that'd be cool because man. it because everybody here like i said everybody just kind of works together you know we oh, every person in the factory gets a birthday you know they, <laughs> they buy a birthday cake for every single person in the factory and and balloons and so it, it happens a lot you know because there's a few of us now so nice. it, it's every other day there's birthday cake around if you if you, if you try to work <laughs> here and try to diet you can forget it because it's over you know it's, you're, you're going to eat sweets at this place you know awesome yeah. man for sure yeah it, that's, it's got to be a great feeling like a, like i say oh, to, it is. to be able to do that kind of thing man so you've got your youtube channel and you're making your new podcast the hlg show i think you're on episode three now is that right uh yeah episode three just probably launched and four and five are recorded and being edited now yep so you're not actually the host of the show, are you? Somebody else hosts it, and you're like the uh, co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of co-host. Brian hosts it, which is Grow Mouse on YouTube. That's right. That's the if one. You remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Brian, so Brian actually has kind of been around on the scene for a while here at HLG, and and he was kind of at one point he was kind of you know we were friends, and then he was competition a little bit, but you know. Uh, he, he kind of had an opportunity to be one of the founders of HLG and, and, and went with a different uh, bet on a different horse and it didn't work out so well, but, right. uh, uh, but, you know, um, glad to have him, man. Awesome guy. True, true, true gentleman. Uh, love him to death. I tell you, I, I'm so glad that, that he's, he's part of our life here at HLG and part of my life as a friend. That's cool, and uh, so, yeah, we keep him as kind of the host because he, you know, got to give him a little something. I, I don't want to be, I, you know, the spotlight thing, a lot of people, you know, nowadays, especially these, these millennials, they look at it and they really want that. that that's just not me, man. I, I, I want to be that guy in the background that if I can slip off and go fishing for a little bit, just kind of get a little art, a little peace, you know, peace of mind every now and again. I, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't need any recognition. I, I don't, that's not my thing for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more hassle. And you got, you know, you got a business to run. You ain't got time for all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly right. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot more to a business than people than meets the eye, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't get to go home at four o'clock and, you know, five o'clock. I'm like, Oh, there's my day. Oh, this is the weekend. It, it never stops. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it's continuous. But it, it must be day. so nice though. Cause that's your baby. You know, you, you've developed this from the start and to see it grow like that. I mean, it can't be nice all the time. Sometimes you're going to have them days where it's like, I just need a break, man. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it gets there, you know? And, mm. uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love, I love the, the, the day to day. And, 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 uh, and like I said, just seeing, and seeing people let see my product, make people successful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you see somebody, uh, you know, we, we've got several cannabis cup wins under our, under our lights. I mean, dozens at this point. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, it makes you proud to know that, you know, all your hard work and, mm. and time spent studying and, and, and what, what we have at RD facility, it's our sister company called flow gardens. And we, mm-hmm. we, we grow CBD hemp flower and we won the high times hemp cup and the uh, Emerald cup for first place flower and second place flower first and second in the, the, uh, the Emerald cup last year. Um, and so that's a kind of our R&D facility. So, so any spectrum that we sell or any lights we sell, they get, they get used months and months and months before they're released to the public on our, on the plant that people are using them on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
and we're, we're testing terpenes. We're testing, you know, we're testing all the different cannabinoids. We're testing everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yields, you know, uh, internal spacing on specific strains, things like that. So when we develop these things, it isn't just some shot in the dark or, you know, like Chinese manufacturers, they can't even touch hemp or cannabis. Right. So mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. do they know? So we, we do that so that like these Evo chips, you know, heard, heard of the Evo B or the Evo H from Samsung. We had those, we had those six months to a year, but we, we had the first, so these things come on a reel, right? And they feed into this machine. Right. We had the first 40 reels in existence. Fucking out. And we, yeah, and we R&D'd them for Samsung. We took side-by-side pictures, showed them yield data, showed them terpene profiles, showed them cannabinoids, everything side-by-side to the previous generation to prove the concept that which we had co-developed together. And then I proved my my the, my theory by actually putting it to use so that that's the thing when you buy an hlg light you're mm-hmm. you're, you're buying something kind of unique you know mm-hmm. in, in its mm-hmm. development and you know it's because you sponsor our forum as well percy's grow room and we have competitions mm-hmm. going out and it, it, you know you feel like i feel like you, you know it's like a shill sometimes we've got about hlg is best in the world everybody you got to check these guys <laughs> You know, like this is what everybody says when they're sponsored by somebody. But, you know, it's like legitimately you guys are the dog's bollocks, man. You are the best in the world at making these LED lights. And there's a reason why you pay the money you pay for them. And it's not massively expensive to similar yeah. models. You know, it's maybe even cheaper to some similar models from some companies. It's just yeah, so much research has gone into this. And, you know, the reputation of HLG proves itself, man. And you know, you go on about it a lot. I'm sorry. You know, I go on about it a lot about how good HLG is, and I'm just glad that you can be here to explain to everybody why HLG is so good. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just it's uh again, it's 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 kind of one of those things that you know, uh, I I think it was ingrained from birth. But you know, uh, my grandpa told me back when I was young, he would he he had said he would always say he'd say if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of stuck with me because it's kind of true. If I'm going to build something, you know, I was a contractor for years and, and, and I had reputation of doing some of the best work in the area. And, and it's like, you know, if I'm going to do it, you know, people would ask, I, I, I was really good at doing uh drywall texture was one of my biggest things. I was artistic with it almost. And people would ask, you know, like I'd never done it before when, when, it kind of come on me that I needed to do it for a customer and it, it, it that caught on like wildfire and now I got known as the best texture man and not in, in my area for a long time. Pe- mm-hmm, big church, mm-hmm. mega churches that pay me to drive three or four hours to come do their church. And, um, and they asked, they said, how did you learn to do this? I said, what, what, t- what taught you? I said, I, nobody. They're like, what do you mean? I said, well, I got eyes in my head. I said, I, <laughs> I started out in the room. I did it. And I was like, no, it looked better if it looked like this. I said, I kept just scraping it off and doing it again until it looked how I wanted it to look. And I'm like, I like that. And I figured it out. And they're like, no kidding. And I created a unique drywall texture back then that, that, I mean, I couldn't, I, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, I turned more work down than I could do. And I had, you know, I, I was doing I was doing really well in drywall before I even got into HLG. Um, But, uh, and again, like I said, it's just, you you look at something and you say, I'm, I'm not going to, it's not going to, that's the same thing when you buy like a, a, anything fine, like a fine car or anything else. Hmm. When they're, they're a guy paints a car. He doesn't say, well, that's good enough. 
mm-hmm, it's going to mm-hmm. be perfect to him or it's not going to leave. Well, that's kind of how I've, I've kind of been in my, um, you know, uh, when I design things or in, in this case, when I created that texture, it's like, it's going to be the way I want to look it to look or else I'm not going to leave it that way. I'm going to make sure it looks right before I, I call it done. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when you got that kind of a mentality, uh, you may not, you know, look, let's be realistic. You know, um, the Chinese guys, they probably make a lot of money. You know, you, you take like, for instance, uh, you know, regular cheap beer like Budweiser, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows what Budweiser is. Well, then you got craft beer. Craft beer guy ain't going to sell as many gallons, you know, thousands mm-hmm. of gallons of beer as, 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 as Budweiser. But what he will get is he'll get the select few crowd of 10 to 20 percent that really cares about quality mm-hmm. and he can charge the appropriate price to give them that quality because yeah. you get what you pay for and that's his niche well that's kind of hlg it's like everybody maybe everybody in the world doesn't need the most efficient light mm. maybe you know if you're if you're running a single light at home and your electric bill is 10 cents a kilowatt you know okay maybe you get away with a little less efficiency but if you're in a place where 35 cents a kilowatt that's well, start- what we are in the uk right now yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So you just take that math and you look at the HLG light and you say, okay, so I can get this many more micromoles or spend this much electricity, even though this light costed this much more, where's my break-even point? And if it's within a year or two, you, one thing we do know is electricity is not going to get cheaper. Mm. Absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah. so you're, it's a bet on the future. It's the same thing mm-hmm. you buy. You know, I always bought the, the highest efficiency heat and air units when i built houses that i could buy and people say you're crazy I said, well well here's here's the incentive and i would show them i said well okay year one two three it's a little more money five six seven you're even now mm-hmm. it comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty free which was an added bonus for these high efficiency units i said okay now look eight nine ten your electrical bill is this much so over the lifespan and this is with the warranty it saved you four thousand dollars to buy this mm-hmm. unit it didn't, mm-hmm. but you just had to pay a little more up front now these things usually run about 15 years now look at it it saves you it pays for itself completely yeah. mm-hmm. in the savings at the end of the day that's and right then, and that's 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 it, it, so it's all math if you if you live by numbers don't lie is the is the yeah, thing sure. right you know and, and using a high quality like like hlg you, you'll get a better yield on your grow as well right. so you'll be exactly. saving more money in that way and saving the money on the electricity and, you know, just being able to look at a nicer light, you know, not directly look at it. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that's the thing. So you stick up a Scorpion Diablo, for instance, and you're mm-hmm. saying you're okay, I'm, I'm 720 watts. Well, you go get a, co- a competitor 720 watts and it's, let's say like my gross test, it was 2.8 something micromoles per joule. Then you look at a more wow. hydro, it's two- 2.1 in my okay so mm. you're looking at uh you know what is that uh uh 0.8 micromoles per joule that's that's yes. really 30 pretty much a third more yeah. Light. Mm. yeah so you look at you look at that and you say it's a third more light well so let's say you only get 20 percent more yield well depending on the value of that crop how many how many times have you got to get 20 percent more yield before you you made that difference up in between the cost and lights mm-hmm. probably the first crop right mm-hmm. and then you broke even now you've got five more crops that year and now what you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. you saved money. You just don't realize that you made money by buying that lot because now you have more lot for that same HVAC load, the same, uh, you know, uh, electrical cost, everything else. And, you know, 
if, if you're in a tent and you know you okay well i could put a thousand watt in there well then how much is it going to cost you to run that thousand watt and can you keep that thousand watt led cool no you can't yeah so, no no then, way then your yields suffer that's what i'm saying as soon as as soon as, as, soon as uh, your environmentals aren't dead on your yield goes down again so mm-hmm. It's it's getting a lot a lot to the plants without causing adverse effects. That's that's you know uh, raises in temperature and things like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beautiful man, beautiful. Everybody who I've seen using a HLG light has been more than impressed with it. I mean, Twisted has one. He's a, a member. He got the the Diablo, the Scorpion Diablo, the big one, like uh-huh. the, the beast of a light, and he loves it, man. And we've got Monkey Do also has some of, some of the smaller lights in his uh, small tents. Uh, I can't remember the 350s I think he has and he's very happy oh, yeah. with them as well yeah it's just, yeah the spectrum of the light just works so well is there any specific reason why you made it that way did you do the research on spectrums and things like that and then put specific diodes in specific places um well it's not so much uh uh it's not so much the um the placement but yeah it is the spectrum Mm-hmm. yeah complex sciencey you know <laughs> and then, but this is why i like to make it out to people as well because when you're looking at led for, from when you first move over to from like hps into led lights and you're seeing these ppf and ppfd and all of these different acronyms and it's like you don't really need to do too much research into that if you're buying a quality light because the research is already done you know you don't necessarily need to know what wavelength of light the plant's going to absorb because that research has been done by the light manufacturer, which is you guys. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a high quality light, man. And yeah, you know, I'll just I just keep saying it too much. Really, I'll go on about how good it is. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so some of that, you know, like I said, we we again we did that research and. And we dialed it in, you know, so because mm-hmm. we can produce these these PCBs and these boards here in in house, we're able to build different spectrums right here on the spot, you know. And so we build like we may have. So we've got probably about five, four hundred and something lights total in research, uh, 600 watt plus lights. And wow. so what we'll do is we may build uh, a few lights with this spectrum, then change it just a little bit. And then we'll curtain that off and here, 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 and we'll do side by side testing and we get the results right. that we look for. So again, it's, um, uh, again, it's, it's literally, um, you know, that we've done this, uh, research mm-hmm. on the plan itself. And when you get that spectrum, it's because that's kind of, you know, we have a theory and we have a starting base. But this is kind of what ends up being the best spectrum, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how long have how's your GO been going now? When did you start the company? Which year? So we, 16. Yeah, we started wow, in 16. See. Yeah, it's not yeah, even so. very long, man. You're still a young company compared to things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, our, our growth has been exponential and um, we're very blessed on that for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we can't complain one bit. Yeah, I've known about you guys for years as well. It can't be like five years or something. So not long after you guys first started, I must have heard about you guys. That's very cool. And it's just been progress from there, isn't it? Just building, building, building. As you say, reinvesting things back into the company to do more research and shit. That's yeah, cool, yeah, man. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just mm-hmm. absolutely put the money back in to, to do more hiring, to bring more uh, things in-house, you know, like, 
uh, right now we, we, uh, it, it, it'll be a, a year and a half before it makes sense or better, but, mm. uh, we still source the PCBs from Asia themselves, the metal core boards. Uh, and, uh, we're looking at the equipment now to start doing that in house. And that'll create another six to eight tech jobs here in America with the machining of the PCBs and all that. And nice. I just went to a trade show in California. So again, we're very dedicated to doing things at home as much as we can even even like i said because at the end of the day it doesn't make a whole lot of sense financially it 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 does you know like like this roi on this 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 pick and place stuff where we place Mm. the diodes it takes us 10 years to break even on it but we we it it is at least paying its own payment you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so as long as it does that we're good same thing with this other stuff is it'll be things that we do uh, that doesn't necessarily make us any richer per se, but it just creates more jobs and, and, and helps out local people. And that's kind of part of what drives at least me. That's you know, awesome. Personally. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Very cool. Now, not many companies run like that, you know, too many people are driven on profit instead of, you know, getting to a comfortable level and then making everybody else comfortable around you. That's a great way to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amit and I, we, we probably, you know, it got tight. I mean, you know, so when we started, mm. of course, we didn't pay ourselves. And uh, I quit my job and basically ran my life savings out. And then I was just like, hey, I'm going to have to have a paycheck. I'm going to have to go back to, to doing doing contracting. And, uh, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, we can afford it. So, so I mean, you know, uh, there are people to this day uh, that make more salary than I do uh, in my company, several, actually. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's, it's not that I, I take some lion's share home, you know, it's, uh, mm. it, it's not that way at all. Not uh, yet. People, maybe one day, yeah. bro. Maybe one yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. That's it. Maybe one day. But you know, for me, like I said, money is also a tool. So like, you know, mm. uh, you know, I ever make a good amount of money, you know, from HLG, I'll, I'll probably do something else. Cool. Like, you know, uh, maybe I, I've been, I'm really interested. I'm just really interested in some of these vertical take off and landing uh planes you know right they, they start may start tinkering in experimentals and see if we can't create something that just really changes the industry and the game for people in transportation one day you know oh, that would be cool it's kind of yeah it's kind of my it's, that's what i'm saying that, that's what life is man you just kind of mm. enjoy your job and enjoy life you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and if you're not enjoying it change it change yeah, it sure man something that you do enjoy you know so will HLG be stepping into any other kind of grow equipment like grow tents, extraction fans, or uh, devices for reading temperature like the Eco Ecotech controller, things like that? You, you think about so, doing anything else? So, so we may end up doing – so we did have a series of tents for a while, and I don't know if you were very familiar with them. No, I didn't know about didn't those. A whole lot, but they were, a, they were like a perpetual harvest system, so it was a four-by-six. It had a two-by-four with a shelf in it on one half, and then the four-by-four four all made into one tent, and cool. it all ran off one fan. And basically, you had clones, veg, and flour all in one area, and it came with all the lights, and it was really a steal. And we're thinking about bringing that back maybe Q3, Q4. Uh, at the time, we, we kind of started they, – they take up a lot of room you know um mm-hmm. and so we'd ran out of uh, a room to store for storage for them so we kind of let them die but we just got a new warehouse and uh i think we'll end up bringing that tent design because i designed it myself back and we had a and so one of the people that actually helped ac finney bring it get into the industry was me so the tent had a place where that controller would go through a hole in the front 
and then you would actually plug the fan in and control it from the outside so you could see your temperature and all that. And that was probably in 2018 that I or 19 that I invented that tent. AC Infinity wasn't even in horticulture. They were they were building this stuff for uh, speaker cabinets uh, is what it was for for right. audio, high end audio equipment. Yeah. That's all mm. they did. They they didn't even do grow lights and or grow grow equipment. And I was like, hey, this thing's really nice. And uh, I kind of struck out that deal, and uh, and they ended up selling. They 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 gave me a price, and well, they ended up selling them on Amazon as cheap as uh, they were going to price them to me wholesale. So I, I kind of abandoned the project because there was no reason because they would just knock me out of my own competition. They were charging mm -hmm. me like five more dollars than I could buy it on Amazon direct, and I'm right. like, why, why would I do that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So I just, you know, so I, I, I kind of didn't, I just pointed people where to buy it instead of carrying them and put it in the package. And, and maybe I will, you know, at some point, uh, do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, HLG's got such a high reputation as well. You'd make, need to make sure that the product that came out was high quality. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was pretty much, it was as quality as the Gorilla Glow grow, grow tents that we had. So cool. they were really cool. nice tents. Yeah. Nice man. So any fans would you be doing any fans is it like uh, you, we may, when you we do may. the whole growth setup do you do the uh the extractions with the carbon filter or is it just the tent and the lights yeah we, we probably will have an entire system yeah cool man it's a lot of work though <laughs> do you have oh, a, do you have a, a just the one factory are you in tennessee right yeah, yeah, we're in Tennessee. Uh -huh. right, right. Do you have any other factories like around the world, Europe and Australia, anywhere else in the USA? Uh, no, Which, we're we're right. thinking about going with. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, yeah, we're thinking. We we got. We're, we're looking into Canada right now. But cool. then eventually, maybe UK and uh, some different places setting up a, a, a small factory. Yeah, you'd save money on shipping in the long run, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the shipping and and they tar they tariff right. Yeah. So they tariff. Mm. Uh, they tear up the stuff in the U S as well, you know, from USA, which is kind of uh, backwards if you ask me, but they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you must have warehouses around here then because your shipping is very quick as well. Uh, so we've got a pretty good um, deal worked out with UPS. Cool. So they, they take good care of us. Uh, basically uh, uh, we also do have some, uh, uh, we used to have some UK distributor. I think he's still around. But yeah, so we, we do have a deal worked out with UPS where um, they're the broker. So when it goes through the, so it's it's air shipped and it gets there really quick. Yeah, man, a lot and, of bad guys who have received lights get them very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's a, no more than a, a few days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, uh, like I said, so it's funny story. My UPS rep mm -hmm. is actually my, my, what the guy that I started with with UPS actually works for me now. It's my, <laughs> one of my sales. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he decided he, we'd actually moved the factory and he was no longer going to be our, um, uh, our, uh, my account manager because of the zip code change. And, uh, he just kind of, uh, kept my account and then eventually just hit me up. He's like, man, the reason I kept your accounts. I kind of wanted to ask you if I could work for you. And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, cause yeah. I always liked the guys. And so nice. I kind of stole, I stole my UPS guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. So, you know, when you see a good worker, you want to try and get him in your company and that's the way it goes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 He's a really good guy. And he just, he really, you know, he'd been with UPS for more than 20 years, but he just said, you know, that he really liked being around the company and, and, 
and the numbers worked for us and we needed somebody. And so he, he really gets up there and helps us uh, make sure logistically that uh, the ship and stuff goes off without a hitch. Cause we kind of got an in-house expert, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Nice man. That's cool. And everything I hear about HLG, I just like the place even more, you know, it's fucking super awesome, man. A, a well-run company by the sound of it as well as, and they make high quality lights too. Congrats, man. It's, it's a real nice company. It's got a good reputation. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. It's earned. You know, you guys earned it for sure. You know, credit where credit's due and all that. That's, that's what they say, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So with the podcast then, what, what is your plans for the podcast in the future? Uh, you know, it's just a kind of a lot. It's, it's more of a it's, it's more of a cannabis lifestyle kind of podcast, if you will. Mm. We don't necessarily just talk about lighting or just growing. We, we're the, we've, we've had some uh, uh, activist groups on uh, trying to get legalization in the states that aren't legal here recently, our own state. And, uh, you know, um, like, again, we've had Samsung on. And um, so we're, we're, uh, we're aiming to have it more kind of be a variety show that's kind of centered around the cannabis culture. Nice. Yeah. Similar to ours, we go off on so many different uh, topics of conversation with interviews and grow guides and, you know, it's just there's so much to talk about when it comes to cannabis, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, it, it can segue into a whole lot of different things. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But, and people can go find it over what you say your channel is youtube.com slash hlg yeah what's the uh yeah yeah oh cool so yeah. nice and easy like that yeah yeah huh? cool and they can find it on your website if they go to hlg.com they can find links and stuff like that yeah yeah they should be links to it yes sir sweet sweet yeah man well thank you very much for coming to join us and the hour is nearly up and i know you probably got many many other things to be doing right now yeah, yeah, I've had a few phone calls, and uh, it, like I said, my job never, my never job, my job never stops. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, it was great joining you, and uh, and we'll definitely do it again soon. Oh yeah, you're always welcome. If you got any new new lights to tell everybody about, you know, you're always welcome on the show. Just let us know. And thanks for sponsoring Percy's Growing as well. The way that you do, you guys yeah. are awesome, man, and uh, I appreciate it. And the members of the community, they also appreciate it massively too. So you know, thanks for everything you do, man. Did, are you there? Oh yeah. Yes, you're, yeah, you're there. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're probably on the uh, trying to get other things done, aren't you? In the background. No, there. no, no. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody called, and I had to ignore it real quick. But yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for coming to join us, Stephen. We will catch you uh, another time, man. As I say, anytime you want to come back, you're more than welcome. So just uh, yeah, send yeah. us an we'll email. Re- yep, we'll be reaching out again soon, and uh, we'll go from there. Nice, cool, Stephen. You have a good day, man. Don't work too you hard. Too. Yep, yeah, yep. Thank you, and we'll talk soon. <laughs> Sweet. Bye bye. Yeah. See ya. This is me waving. Uh, see ya. <laughs> see you later, man. So there we go, everybody. That was Steve Johnson from HLG. I hope you enjoyed this interview, and I hope you learned a lot about the HLG lights as well. Uh, if you would like to try and win one of these epic lights from HLG, then make sure you are a member at PersysGrowRoom.com. We have competitions every month giving away a HLG light for absolutely free. It's free to enter. It's free to sign up. You don't have to pay anything at all. Just get over to Percy's Grow Room, become an active member over there, and you will be able to enter all of these competitions. And you can win these HLG lights for free. So, you know, don't be shy. Get over there and sign up if you haven't done that already. But, you know, a big shout out to Stephen for starting HLG and pursuing his dreams the way that he has. 
because it's worked out good for him. It's worked out good for all the people who are involved in the company. And it's worked out good for the cannabis community because we all have access to these epic grow lights. And over the years, HLG have pushed the LED technology further and further. Every year it gets better and better. And part of it is down to these guys. So thank you to them for everything that they do. And thank you to Stephen for coming to join us as well. I appreciate it. It was a good interview. I hope you all enjoyed it as well. So anyway, uh, we'll catch you on Friday for the next interview, which is going to be with Jordan River from Growcast. And we just sit and chat some shit in the biodome for a couple of hours. So come and join us on Friday. I hope you enjoyed this interview. As usual, thank you very much for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate every single one of you guys. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch you on Friday for the next interview. Stay high, stay safe. We'll see you then. Goodbye.